Hello and welcome to another episode of the Yang Gang Podcast. We're your hosts, Connor and Evan. With us today is Matt for Students for Yang. Matt, how are you this evening? I'm good. Thanks for having me, guys. Thank you for being with us. Um, so as we begin, we just kind of want to gauge um, what is your background? What is Students for Yang's background? And what are they doing for the Andrew Yang campaign? Yeah, so I am 18. I'm a college student from Connecticut. And I've, I've kind of always had an interest in politics, but definitely more so within the last four years, I guess, since 2016, I'd say. And I've always kind of been leaning Democrat. And that was kind of where my values were. So as this election was kind of rolling up, I was looking at what, what candidate I would support because I don't know, there wasn't really a clear-cut favorite, I didn't think. So, I, I mean, I was pretty excited when, like, Bernie announced he was running. I kind of saw him as, like, the front runner, I guess, because he had such name recognition and, like, some people know him. So I kind of like Bernie, but I wasn't really decided on who I thought I liked the best. So mm -hmm. I spent a lot of time on YouTube, kind of reading comments sections, just online in general. And I kept seeing so many comments about, like, Andrew Yang, like, Yang Gang, like, all this other stuff. And I was like, who, who is this guy? Like, so, so many people are talking about him that he must – I don't know. Like I have to check out what he's saying because mm -hmm. it didn't make sense. Like so many people were talking about him. So I, I Googled Andrew Yang and the first thing you read is he wants to give everyone a thousand dollars a month. And I immediately <laughs> closed the tab, immediately closed the tab. I was like, this is, this is nonsense. This is, this is, this is the, this is the United States. Like we, we don't do that. We don't just give out free money to people. Like, what is that? Mm -hmm. So I was like, that that's ridiculous. I didn't think about it for another month or two. And then all of a sudden I kept seeing these comments. I was like, are these people seeing something that I'm not? Like, I, mm -hmm. this doesn't make any sense to me. And I'm like, I got to check this out again. So this time I went and watched one of his bigger, longer interviews. I think it might've been the Joe Rogan one as probably a lot of people have that experience. And I was just, I was listening. I was like, all right, he, he kind of making some sense. And then I was like, this is, well, the more I listened, I was like, this, this just makes so much sense. Like I've never heard, a political candidate talk like him before like he just sounds like a regular guy that's just trying to solve problems not saying oh i hate you i don't like you mm -hmm. he, he's using data and trying to trying to figure out the best way to fix our country really and he just sounds like a normal everyday guy so i was really drawn to that and i was like the more i listened i was like wow i i think i'm gonna support him and his polling is so low that at that time that I was like, I, I need to figure out a way for more people to hear this, like more people to see him. Cause like a lot of people probably had the same experience I had where you first hear about him and then it's just, you, you dismiss him. And then it takes a little time right. to warm up some of those ideas. So I was like, I need to do something to reach an audience just for people to hear his name. Cause that's all it really takes. Like people just have to, so many people, so few people know his name. I mean, even, even still, like the amount of total Americans that know his name is probably very low. Yeah, he's only at three and a half percent nationally. Um, but I, we're, we're noticing and we're right there with you, Matt. And, you know, when we were first introduced to him, we we're like, no way, this can't be possible. And then we kind of dug deeper and started to find, oh, this guy is very sensible and he is solution oriented. And that message of humanity first is, you know, very important, I think, especially in this day and age of hyperpolarization in politics. Um, so can you continue a little bit more um, about um, 
I guess with, with students for Yang, kind of where that comes into the picture? Yeah. So I, I was looking for any way to spread his name and the only thing I could really think of was social media, making a Twitter account. So that's what I decided to do. I was a little on the fence about it. I was like, I, I don't know how I feel about this, but then I decided to go for it. Made the, it made the account. I, first few minutes I was on it, I, I tweeted something. I had like three followers. I was like, wow, this is that's kind of a lot. And then I was seeing so much, how much internet engagement that the Yang Gang has so that I was, I was like, I'll probably have, I could have a decent amount of support, I think, like maybe like 100, 200 followers, something like that. Like, that'd be really impressive. And I remember that night I tweeted something out saying, like, just introducing my page. And if anyone wanted to follow me or like or retweet any of my stuff, that, I, that would be really appreciated. And then for me at the time, it just kind of went viral overnight. I woke up with 250 followers and I was like, this is, this is crazy. <laughs> this is... That I never, I did never thought of that. Yeah. Like that, that could happen in twelve hours. So, ever since then, just kind of been any anything I can think of, any clip, any any statistic, any poll, any trying to do anything to help Yang's campaign is kind of what I've been working on for the past mm-hmm. month and a half on that. Now, is this strictly just a social media account, or have you been doing anything around your campus? Or have you seen anything? Uh, has anyone like reached out to you about what's going on at other campuses across the country? Yeah. So I definitely, so I started out just on social media and then as that's kind of grown, people have been reaching out about on their campus or doing different things. So that's definitely something I'm trying to get working on of translating Yang's online support into real life support and polling and things like that. Mm -hmm. So I think that's such an important demographic of college students and young people because there's so many people that are in that age range that I mean they're pretty they're not really interested in politics too much and certainly a ton of them don't know Andrew's name so I think that's something important to target so I'm definitely trying to reach out I know of some Yang Gang uh, groups on campus that people have been reaching out to me and so I know of some at other campuses so I'm definitely trying to work on that and getting something getting a concrete plan together to help further it to other campuses. So why do you feel college students would benefit from a Yang presidency? Well, I, th- I think there's a lot of different benefits that it would have. And the main one is that students would just have the ability to focus more on their studies. And I think that's something so important because we're college students, but we're expected to also be working for our money, engaged in so many different other things that it kind of, distracts and the worries of being able to pay the bills or having food even to eat in college and student loans just all those things I think is it it moves away from what the purpose of college is to be studying so Mm. I mean I know so many people that are in class studying doing all these things like I I don't know, 25, 30 hours a week, that's almost a full-time job and aside from that just to make ends meet, they're also working a part-time job 20 25 hours a week so now they're now they're overextending themselves and they're just doing so many things that they wouldn't have to worry about as much mm-hmm. if they knew a check was coming in each month so that would raise their raise their gpas raise their overall knowledge level i think that would be a healthier thing for our country oh for sure i mean um that's that's really what what it is is um is is his uh 
essentially an Andrew Yang presidency would help students get back to doing what students should be doing. And that's learning how to be not only active citizens in the country, but also just, uh, you know, to, to, to better themselves in a, you know, well-rounded manner. Evan, go ahead. Yeah, I was going to say, I completely agree. Cause that was my experience in college. I worked a job the entire time and, and I can tell you if I hadn't had that job, there is a chance that maybe, I don't know, I think I turned out all right, but I think maybe my grades would have been better or maybe I would have found an interest in something else that if I was a full-time student focusing on only schoolwork, there are a lot of benefits to that. And I, I really do think that this would help. And the other part of this, I think that this could help would be student loans. Um, do you have any about that? Um, well, I, I definitely think that would help fray the cost of college somewhat, having that money coming in to the point where people would need to take a lot less student loans or maybe even none at all if they were in that position. So I think that would be something very good because that, that's something that I see firsthand all the time, just the way student loans, like pe people have hundreds of thousands of dollars in debt to their name before they even start a job. So, I mean, that's something so crippling to their own well-being and also prevents them from putting money back into the economy. So that's definitely something that, I think would be important. And I know some people like Elizabeth Warren are proposing free college for all or wipe out student loans, things like that. And I don't think, I don't think that's the best route to go because partially because when something's free, people don't really value it that much. Like if you're getting a free education, if everyone's having that, then people won't see it as, as valuable. Some, similar to high school, I think like a lot of people just kind of, they buy and do the minimum because they don't have any investment in it. And I definitely, I don't think it would be 50,000, but I think a few thousand or maybe, maybe 10,000. I'm not exactly sure how the numbers would work, but I think some cost to it, as, but it should be in a manageable cost to the point where just about everyone can go. And I also don't think that student loans should necessarily be wiped out. Just everyone gets a clean plate because so many people have been disciplined, paid off their loans, and did the things they needed to to get ahead in that way, and then to just have everyone else that wasn't paying their loans, wasn't doing those things, just catch up. I don't mm. think is necessarily. Hmm. Yeah, there's there's a lot of elements to that that I completely understand and agree with, and a lot of the times too, I think that a lot of the loans that students get are predatory, and you ask these kids, really, I mean, young adults, to make very large decisions with a lot of money at a very young age, and then they're stuck with those loans for what could be upwards of 20 years. Um, I guess flipping, flipping gears a little bit, what would you say some of the biggest problems that campaigns face in reaching students, college students today? Well, I think it goes back to somewhat that there's just a lack of interest and people don't really wanna, people don't really wanna educate themselves politically. So it makes it more difficult for a campaign to target that demographic when the demographic you're targeting isn't really interested in what you have to say. So I think that's a big issue. And also going back to they, students just don't see themselves as a part of having a role in that, I think. And I also think that there's a problem with a lack of political discourse on campuses where people are able to respect, respectfully have a civilized conversation about policy or different things like that because so often it turns into hateful attacks back and forth and 
nothing is really achieved from that. So I think that's a big issue that people aren't allowed to express their thoughts and and what they what they're thinking about just presidential elections, elections in general, just politics, because it's it's such a divisive thing that people they kind of shy away from it sometimes. So I think having more discourse on campuses especially would be beneficial to everyone becoming more engaged in politics. Well, especially from the Andrew Yang angle about uh, just really pushing the humanity first perspective that he is, is propagating with his campaign. Um, it is, it, it really is like even in his campaign slogan, it's not left, it's not right, it's forward. It, it's, it's a message of let's rise above these, these petty uh, arguments and disagreements and let's really look at the big picture. Um, and he's the one I really do believe, and, I, and I'm sure you do as well, and many of the, the Yang gang out there know it, is he really is the, uh, the candidate for the 21st century. Mm-hmm. No, other can, no other candidate that I know of is speaking of issues like automation and um, you know, fourth industrial revolution, and you know, no, no other politicians talking like that. And I know that was our biggest draw to him. Um, I, do, I would like to ask, without getting... Um, without getting too personal is what would you do with a thousand dollars a month? Well, paying for college, I definitely think would be atop that list. Just being able to at least lessen the burden of pursuing education, I think would be really important. And other than that, just getting a sense of security that I, I have at least a little bit of money in the bank to the, so that if something comes up, I'm not, worried about necessarily having to overexert myself and pick up an extra shift at work or do things like that. So I think just the level of security you get from that is very healthy. And well, I think it can, it can go, sorry to cut you off, but it, the, not, uh, I think what you're getting at is like mental clarity. Yeah. You know, not having that nagging voice in the back of your head, always worrying, stressed and, and anxious um, I think that I think that thousand dollars a month can kind of calm that voice down a little bit. I know not only for students, but for uh, and once you enter the real world with with real jobs and other responsibilities, uh, I know that's going to help people breathe easier. And I think really that's what he's getting at. It's like that mental clarity. Yeah. Um, which uh, you know when you have a stressed out, high anxiety population, you know it, it it's not gonna it's not gonna end well. Um, and uh, kind of pivoting from that, um, is there any other policies that are are of particular interest to you beyond the, uh, the beyond the dividend, or is that kind of just like your main? Well, I, I think that's the main. I think that's kind of the main draw for everyone. But mm-hmm. certainly, well, I, I know a lot of the Yang Gang is very um, really really likes democracy dollars. That's something that's really big. I think to kind of give power back to the the common person as it should be where so that the interests of the top few aren't necessarily just given so much priority over tens of millions of people. And I, I also like when he talks about how um, improving the American scorecard and mm. just how GDP doesn't necessarily show our quality of life. And when I, I drove up to New Hampshire to see him, in person and that was one of the things that he was talking about that I hadn't heard him talk about before just kind of how the main three measurements are GDP uh, the stock market 
and unemployment. And those things are almost designed to make us think things are going good when they're not. And that there's, there's a lot deeper numbers to that. Like unemployment might be low, but he was talking about how many recent college grads are underemployed for their degree or not in necessarily high enough paying jobs to make ends meet. And that doesn't show up in unemployment. So I think some of those things are very important that it, it's not for the betterment of our country, just making sure our GDP goes up by the day because that's, that, that's not, there's so many other elements to that in the environment, our, our safety, our air, suicide depression levels, things like that are of more importance to the American public than necessarily just the number of GDP going up. Yeah, definitely. That definitely seems to be the talking point um, of, of, a, of a certain political party that I uh, won't mention, but that definitely seems to be their focus is like, oh, look how great the GDP numbers are. But really, the, the, the reality is, is, is America is kind of, you know, stressed at the seams, so to speak. Yes, yeah. definitely. Can, can I ask you one more question? Yeah, um, sure. So what is the environment like on the college campus? Uh, you know, are people who are conservative, are they, are they afraid to use their voice? Is there a specific candidate maybe besides Yang that you see getting a lot of buzz? There's nothing I've seen too much about a specific camp, uh, candidate, but my campus in particular is definitely more liberal. So I think those viewpoints are shared more open and freely compared to conservative viewpoints, which I'm sure, I mean, there's people on my campus that have that. I mean, I know just because there's thousands of people there, there's, they're out there, you know, right. but they're not, it's not, they, they don't share their viewpoints as much from what I've seen. But I also think that there's just a general lack of sharing knowledge and discourse in general. So I'm not entirely sure because it's something that's not really talked about in the open too much. Partially, I think, just because it's a, such a divisive issue that people just don't even want to go there. They hear politics and they just, oh, we're not going to talk about that. Hmm. Yeah, I think that's very insightful. Yeah, for sure. Well, thank you so much for coming on and talking to us. Um, yeah, I would encourage you, just keep keep using your voice, keep doing the things that you're doing because the campaign really needs it and it's very valuable. Yeah, it, thank you guys for having me. Of course. And just before you go, is there anything that you'd like to plug regarding Students for Yang? Or is there a message you'd like to share for your, your fellow students before we let you go? Uh, I guess the main thing to any students listening to this are just get involved somehow, even if it's local, something in politics, even just doing research, watching YouTube videos. I think it's something very valuable that a lot of people could benefit from. And if you don't already, follow me on Twitter at students yang just putting that out there <laughs> students for yang you heard that you heard it here people students for yang twitter account that was matt from students for yang we had a great conversation with him this evening matt thank you again very much for your time and thank you to our listeners the yang gang staying strong andrew yang is qualified for not only the october but also the november debate so please tune in and keep uh keep up the good work matt you as well keep up the good work man we appreciate it thank you guys Thank you, ma'am.